thank you for tuning back in, listeners. Welcome to Spiritual Advisory Podcast with Marcus and Myra. Yo, I'm going to be honest. We was cutting it up. We was cutting it up like we usually do, and this topic just came out of, like, you know, just came out of the air. So, like, we're going to talk about laughter today and why laughing is important. Um, I know, like, starting remarks, like, for me anyways... I got a pretty a pretty wild and broad sense of humor. Like like it ranges from dark humor, it ranges from just like the most random things that I can see. I can just be like people watching and just like imagine weird scenarios in my head. But the laughter I'm talking about, like it's good to also laugh like at yourself and also to like be able to laugh at some of them uh you know trials and tribulations you go through cuz you need that like like you need that release from being serious and being um i don't know why spirit is like telling me like monotone like just like just like a brick wall like like have some laughs have you know like some joy in your life and i think one of the best ways to do that is to be able to like humble yourself and and laugh at some of what you're going through if you're possible to do that uh myra you got like any light you can shed on it yeah i know like um Particularly, like, in the spiritual community, you have kind of, like, almost like your cliques, right? Like, in high school, right? Where you have your people that are, like, super-duper spiritual that they won't talk about anything. Like, you can't have a conversation with them about sports or, (laughs) I don't know, weather or anything like that. Because they're just like, oh, well, if it's not spiritual, then... it's not part of my purpose and I, I can't have unlike unenlightened conversation. It's just like, um, like baby girl, chill. Like you still human at the end of the day, you chose to live this human experience. And that means having laughter, having friends talking about things that are not spiritual. I mean, I know this is a spiritual podcast, but we are human beings and we have lives and, we experience pain and joy and laughter and all the other beautiful range of emotions that it means to be human. So I think like that is a very um, important reminder. It's just to remember that it is okay to laugh even when your life seems like it's in shambles. I was just telling Marcus earlier about how I was going through like some old photos of people that I used to date and I was laughing because it's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't touch those people with a 10-foot pole now. But, you know, (laughs) it's funny. It wasn't funny, like, when I was particularly dating them and going through, like, stresses of dating them. But now when I look back on that shit, man, it's hilarious. (laughs) And um, I'm glad and I'm happy that I'm able to, to, you know, laugh at my mistakes. Or even just stuff with dealing with, like, myself and noticing how I interact with other people that are, like I said, that, that snobby snobby spiritual and, <laughs> and and i find ways to like laugh at them or or make them laugh um because they're so like you know up on their high spiritual horse oh yeah major facts major facts uh like if like just to share a little tad bit so like um i know like i've talked about my current work situation and gladly enough things are getting better and like one of the ways that things are getting better is over there is like I be having I be having them kids cracking up like so I don't know a lot of people might not know but people who know me like I'm really good at doing impressions right so like if I hear somebody's voice long enough like I can I can mimic their voice really good 
<laughs> so like I'd be having these kids crack up like by just doing impressions at work on people. <laughs> but see, like the thing about it is, it's good for them to laugh. It is good for me to make them laugh. But I'm also laughing myself because it's like. It's a release from that moment of like, oh snap, we gonna be doing the same thing over and over again today. So it like, you know, it cuts up that uh, monotony of repetition and feeling like things are just going to be like the same snail pace day in and day out. So, you know, like it's good to, it's it's good to be able to do that in a sense and and it's like nothing mean-spirited like you know what i'm saying like i'll do the impressions of people that i'm doing like right in front of them just so they can laugh and be like oh i really sound like that like yeah you really sound like that bro <laughs> it is nothing mean-spirited like it's just all in good fun and i think i i think i know with like so many crazy things that are going on just within these states and i can't even speak on the whole world because lord knows there, there's going to be a problem just the second as we're speaking right now there there's an issue going on but that shouldn't be able to take you know those little joys that we can have in life because like and i think they said that in um they definitely said that in meaningful conversations the group that we uh we we frequent and go to and mad props and respects out to them i love every member of them and I remember and I recall them saying, like, that's how we defeat, you know, the negativity and the evils within the world is that, like, we don't stop just because negativity keeps going. Like, we still have to be positive. We still have to be forces of good. We still have to be able to have our joys and have our laughter, even when, like, you know, it feels that the building is crumbling right beside us because it's like if we teeter and if we fall off and if we sit there like oh man you know what i just i just heard some bad news on the on the tv and now i'm disrupted then you just let negativity win and 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 it really like like we always say like it boils down to a mind state it boils down to how you react because you can hear bad news and you don't have to you don't have to take it extremely to heart. Like, I mean, don't, I'm not saying like, don't show no emotions. I mean, have your emotions, understand your emotions, but don't let your, don't let your emotions control like your whole day, your whole essence. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I like what you just said, because it, there's actually this uh, podcaster Inspo speaker. I don't really know what to call him, but I've been following him for some quite some time. His name is Jay Shetty, and he makes amazing content. And today I was listening to like a little clip of here of his, and he was talking about how, like, basically, like our mindset um, can kind of like control our day, like the words that we say out of our mouth. So he gave like two examples. He said, like, when you wake up in the morning, you say, Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. Oh, I'm this. Like you can literally feel the energy draining from your body as you say that. Right. But if you wake up and you say, Oh, today is going to be an excellent day. You know, I'm, I'm energized. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pumped. He was like, you notice that there is a totally different feeling. And I completely agree with that because I have literally psyched myself up for the day like that. Like I've woken up and said, and I mean, if anyone knows me, you know, I hate Mondays. They're like, <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But I'm trying to like 
Mm. Move past that and, right. and stop hating Mondays and start thinking about Mondays as like a new day, a new start, a productive, you know, start to my week and just like changing my mental state on Mondays. And so now every Monday when I wake up, I'm like, yes, this is going to be an excellent week. I'm going to have a, you know, I'm going to have a strong start to my week. I'm going to push through to Friday. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to, you know, help others. I'm going to be creative, blah, 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 blah. So I, I speak, yeah. excuse me. I speak all this intention into my week. I speak all this intention into my day. And I notice that when I do that, Versus when I wake up on a Monday morning and I complain about, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I wish I didn't have to work today. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a completely different experience. And I think it's because, like, that energy, that joy that I feel when I speak that goodness into the start of my week versus when I start off with that stagnant, low vibrational energy it it definitely makes a complete difference. And I noticed that I'm laughing and I'm joking with my coworkers on a Monday morning versus mm. me just having on headphones and not talking to anybody. <laughs> and I work in a remote environment. So it's already like, I'm like isolated because I don't have to like people interact. But so it's important that I do have some type of interaction, you know, whether that's through a chat or videos or whatever, whatever. But I do notice that there is a major difference. And also when I start my week off like that, I notice that my week goes by a lot faster yeah. because I am I am making the best of it. I'm putting nothing but good intentions, good thoughts, good energy, all of that into my work, my uh, work week versus when I'm not. There, there's there's a big difference. And if you don't believe me, try it out. See for yourself. Yeah major facts and and you know like I, I, I like there's definitely so many points that you said but like um one of the major points was how your work week kind of flies by and I swear I swear to I, I don't even I, I swear to everything but like you can tell because time is time is just I don't know. so it's like look I'll be at work and having a bad day right and that day will be so slow. Bruh. <laughs> the, the, moment, the moment I take my 30-minute break, gone in a snap. And I'm like, how? How, Sway? How did this happen? Like, how, how does 30 minutes on my break go faster than 30 minutes inside of work? Because I'm not... Because mm-hmm. when you enjoy something, and when you're having fun with something, or you're having a good time, it's rolling. Because it's I'm like... Glad. But yeah, like the moment that you sit here, like, oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be here. And, oh, I wish I would have stayed in bed today. Yeah, them 30 minutes going to feel like three hours. And that's how it always happens. Like when you enjoying something, the universe knows that. So it's just like, zoom, like, keep it rolling, time moving. But it's like, yeah, the moment that you're sitting there like in that funk and that bad energy. Yeah, like 30 minutes is legit going to feel like hours hours and it always happens but and then another good point like having laughs um being able to share jokes being able to get outside of your comfort zone and um like even hear jokes or or just being social and like being friendly like that's good for the soul like like that's good stuff to do like i mean legit i am an introvert Yes. Same. Like, I, 
but see, that's the weird thing about being introverted. Because it's like, when I'm with good people, I can be with those good people forever. But I mean, I still need like my time to recharge and all of that. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can be with them laughing, chopping it up. I don't want that party to end. So it's like, I'm very selective with the people that I hang out and choose out, you know, choose to be with. But that does not mean just because I'm an introvert means that like, no, like I like cut off all human interaction and yada. Nah, like people need that. People need laughter. People need community. People need to be like, like in a sense, it's good. And I know we talked about that last episode, like it's good to empower yourself, but it's such a blessing to be able to empower others with your presence with your laughter with your thoughts with your generosity and kind words you name it but i think that's like half of the puzzle is that we're here to experience but we're also here to experience with each other yeah and you have to be able to be i mean and look i like i said before i'm an introvert so but I at least got the inclination that, hey, I I should be social. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just need to choose who I'm being social with. Human beings need that. Like that that's mm-hmm. that's a necessity. It's it's not like like we can go without other human interaction. Like that has been shown in plenty of, you know, like scientific studies, mm-hmm. um, that human beings need other human interaction. You can see that when prisoners are like put in isolation yeah. and how they become or when people are in situations where, let's say you're deserted somewhere or you are kept in hiding or I don't know, whatever the situation is where we're kept isolated from other people, whether we create something from our minds to talk to mm-hmm. or we become like friends with the person that, or you know, I put air quotes around friends <laughs> with the person that captured us because that's actually Stockholm Syndrome. That right there shows how much we need connection with other people because it's just like you're connecting with someone who literally is harming you, but you need that human interaction. Babies need that human human interaction. We all need it. So it's just like we cannot, even if you're introverted, you still need that. It's just like when you're introverted, you just kind of need a break from it sometimes. Like as an, as we're basically the same person when it comes to that because mm-hmm. I I am very selective about who I'm around because energy, right? Yeah. And being around too many people to me is just like it's exhausting. Um uh, yes. I can't I can't do it. I just it's too much just just thinking about it makes me tired. It just mm-hmm. like and I just need I I don't I like myself. I like being with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like alone time. I like thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you necessarily can't do that to other people, like, quietly, because eh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely something I enjoy. But also, I enjoy interaction with other human beings, but like, up to a point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also like what you said about, like, sharing with others. Um, again, this is something I was recently watching. Like, I've been on this, like, thing of listening to speakers and reading things a lot lately uh but this one person i forget who it was Mm. but they were talking about when you feel like you know what it was actually jay shetty i think it was jay shetty (laughs) like when you when you feel like you have nothing to give that's when you give Mm. or was it laura london i think it was their interview and she 
she was saying how like when when you're at the point where you feel like you have nothing to give let's say like you know your life is in shambles and you feel like you've lost everything that's the time when you give the most that's the time when you go out and you volunteer that's the time when you call someone and ask them if you need help because that is the time where you will receive the most back because think about that like even when you have it all air quotes around that because what does that even mean right but let's just say for for conversation's sake even when you have it all and you're able to donate your time or donate whatever it is and you give back and you see the impact that has on another person's life and how that has helped them and changed them or whatever it is that is like the most rewarding feeling and money cannot give you that Nothing can give you that to be able to know that you've made an impact in another human being's life and whatever, you know, whatever way and whatever amount and you've helped to improve it or help to make it easier in some way. It doesn't matter whether you have a little bit or a lot. It's just that feeling that you get to be able to help or even like just to be able to make somebody laugh that's in a situation that's like really bad and they're like really going through it. You know what I mean? And it's just like to have that. That those couple of moments where that person says to you, this is the first time I laughed all day and that felt good. Or I haven't laughed like that in a while. Like, you know, you had a good laugh where it's just like <laughs> that crying laugh and you just like, you can't breathe and you're like, <gasps> like, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like that, that is the, those are like the best times. And it just, it really just shows you like the impact of not only human interaction, but like just the power of like laughter and and community and just like being able to share that all together and i think we live in a society that's kind of like going away from that yeah. like I, I love when i can get together with my you know my friends the, the, literally like the handful that i have <laughs> <laughs> and like we no one's on their phones you know what i mean like mm-hmm. everyone's just like talking and we're like kind of talking at the same time but everybody's hearing everyone's conversation and we're laughing and joking and like talking about like oh you remember that time and blah 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 like and everyone's like cracking up laughing or even crying sometimes like those are the best times mm-hmm. and um I hope that we don't lose that, like, as, as like, as a human race. I I hope that we don't lose that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, it's, it's so true to what you said that, like, laughter is beneficial, laughter is healing. Like, man, I know if it wasn't for, one, like, my sense of humor, and, like, two, just having, like, some good people in my corner that weren't afraid to like you know what I'm saying like crack a joke or or make a joke around me like when I was in that hospital situation man like yo I, I, don't, I don't know if he listening but shout out to like both my family members um Brandon and Luane man like yo them them jokes they had like on some of the nurses <laughs> like yo <laughs> that got yo that got me through so shout out to y'all if y'all listening and like you know just like shout out to everybody for real for real like in that whole situation because like laughter laughter and having good people around like that got me through it that got me out and um it's like i think it's also very 
like like I feel I feel the difference between like the age that the age group that I'm growing up with and maybe like some of the Gen Zs and and stuff like that. I want to say like the major difference between our our grouping is that perhaps Gen Zs are more geared toward knowledge because they have more knowledge accessible yet I think like the the age range and some of the people that like I've grown up with or that are in my age group like we're more geared towards wisdom in a sense so it's like I like I see those differences and I think it takes wisdom to be able to like laugh at uncomfortable situations in a sense cuz you have to be wise enough to understand like yeah this is this is not something that should be joked about but if it's done properly there there is a funny side to it you know what i'm saying so it's like um i just i just think that like when you're wise enough to see both sides of like okay like yeah this is the negative of it but like we can make this a positive or we can, you know, have a laugh about this and still learn something. So, like, I, I think that it is integral to be able to not just laugh at yourself, but be also be able to, like, see some of the humor within dark situations. Because it's like, if you're able to see the humor in a dark situation, then you're able to take that and possibly make it a make it a better situation or at least take some of that wisdom and be like you know what we can change this and rearrange that and that would eliminate it right then and there yeah and it helps you to push through it too mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that i think that gen, that gen z generation is i think like like any generation right they it's the the cons and the pros right yeah. i think the one of the cons i guess or just maybe one of the things that I noticed is a difference between millennials and Gen Z's is that everything is kind of like over sensationalized mm. and they're very reactionary. Um, I think that's also because like they've grown up in an instant age, meaning like technology, right? Yeah. Even though we grew up during a technological age, like we went outside until the street lights <laughs> came on. So it was like minimal screen screen time for us. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it was minimal screen time. Like you still, you could play your video games and all the other type of stuff, but your parents are just like, uh, why are you, why, why are you in my house right now? Go, go outside right. and go play with your friends. <laughs> or if you ain't got friends, sit outside on the step and make them. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was always that, it was always that push to interact. Mm. Whereas now it's not really that push to interact. Um, even when you think about like, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, kids play sports. Yeah, but a lot of times I feel like kids play sports because their parents push them into it. Like they want them to be hyper competitive when they're not really playing to have fun. They're playing because their parents want them to do this or they want them to win or, you know, this is this is going to look good to get you into any high school or college that you want or whatever. So it's just it's it's kind of like a loss of innocence in a way. And um, I feel like also with that generation, everything is, like I said, like it's over sensationalized. So you can't like make a joke about anything. That's one of the things that I've noticed. Like if, if you, if you are not believing in their same opinion, then you're, then you're anti something, right? Whether that's anti-gay, um, 
anti-trans, anti-whatever, anti right? You can slap whatever word you want on the back of anti, <laughs> and that's what you are. And um, I think that that has created unnecessary tension and just like, oh, well, you can't say this. And now I agree. There are certain things that like now when I look back at shows that I used to watch as a kid and the words that they say and like the ways that they talk to women or um, the way that they talk about gay people or trans people or like people with disabilities, I'm just like, ooh, that shit's mm -hmm. cringy. But I think that's because I didn't know any better back then, especially as a child being a viewer of that. But now as an adult, I would never say any of those things. I would never, just just because I don't believe that that it's right, right? And it has nothing to do with like, oh, well, we should just not say that because people are going to be offended. It's just like, no, we should just not say that shit because that's just not cool. And um, versus like now, you know, people are, uh, people can't, publicly disagree with something right like there was this um there was like this guy going around asking women what's the difference uh well oh can you give me the definition of a woman and like women were scared to say what the definition of a woman is because they were afraid of being branded as um transphobic and i'm just like that shit's wow like you've been a woman like literally since all your life and you're First of all, the fact that you can't even define what a woman is because you're scared of saying that because you're scared of, you know, upsetting whatever it is, else. upsetting somebody else just shows the the type of climate that we're in, that we can't make a joke or that we can't laugh or that we can't anything like that. And it's just, it's, 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 it's insane. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the, I feel like the ability to be able to laugh like on a public stage, even with comedians has become very uh taboo oh yeah and um I, I think but it's partly because of this generation and, and the climate that we live in um and i, I think that that needs that needs to change mm. oh, because yeah. if we could laugh through like a lot of things and we'd be all right mm. i think oh, i yeah. think we would be all right now that's not saying that we should laugh at everything right, yeah. um right because everything ain't a joke but there are a lot of things that I feel like we could laugh at that we maybe used to laugh at that now it's just like, oh no, you can't do that. Mm. So, mm. No, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. And I, I definitely agree that, yeah, like you can tell that from like the, what, like late 90s from the early 2000s to now, like climate has drastically changed, dropped, whatever you want to call it, risen. Like it's it's that you can you can feel you can feel and sense the change. Um, man, like shoot, uh, it just darn like it escaped my mind, but it'll probably come back to me in a second. But like, um, what was I saying or what was I thinking? Yeah, like, but yeah, I definitely remember the old the older internet days, dial up internet. Man, look, good God! A little <laughs> yellow guy running right across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> You got mail. You got mail. Good God. Thank God I don't have to hear that every time I get on the internet anymore. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, uh, back then, yeah, it was, it was different. Because, like, even back then, like, I didn't want to be on the computer for that long because it was slow as I don't know what. Like, 
Jesus, like, I mean, yeah. we had, we had, like, I mean, I think, like, that was the fastest internet service that we had back then, and it yep. was still slow. Yep. Still slow. So it was like being on, I could not imagine being on the internet back then for, like, hours waiting for something to load up. <laughs> like, no. Nah. Yeah, to watch a YouTube video, it was like an hour. Mm. Like, remember when people just would let the video load and then they would play it? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, come right back to it. Like, I'm going to just go outside for about, you know, a good 10 minutes. I'll be back. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like that. And, um, oh, man, like, I just, I I, I hope for their sake, because I, I know, like, that's one of the main things that I hear, like, a lot of Gen Z say is that, like, you're speaking violence towards me, and that's verbal violence or things along that nature. But it's like, I, I hope for them that, you know, either now or when they become older, that they're able to, one, take a joke, number two, make a joke, and just be able to see, like, hey, like, just because somebody thinks differently than me or they don't support my issues or don't support um the things that i believe in that's not that's not necessary violence towards you it's it's not necessary violence people can disagree respectfully um and and i'm and i'm an advocate for that like if somebody sits there and tries to argue with me or internet internet argue with me because that's what people love to do on the internet nowadays yeah i'm not just like yeah i'm just like mm, we we can disagree like i'm perfectly fine with that <laughs> but it goes that way it, it goes that way you know one good thing i would say about gen z's i feel as though that they are very um inclusive right they're very accepting of anyone right mm-hmm. you can be black brown purple green whatever you identify as a zebra a person a he, she, they, them, whatever. Because, I mean, people, there are, apparently there are a lot of different pronouns now oh, that yeah. people identify as, and some of them are not even human pro- mm-hmm. pronouns, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm not really into the pronoun thing in terms of, like, all of these different, yeah. like, I- identifying as, like, inanimate objects and stuff like that. I'm not, that's, I mean, do what you want. I don't care. Right. Um, I, I will call you whatever you want me to call you because that's what you ask. So that's what I'll do. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as I, I don't have to understand something to respect someone's what they want. Right. Um, So I will, because I don't want to talk about the good things and and, I mean, talk about the bad things and not talk about the good things. I think that they are very accepting. Um, I think that they can be very um, empathetic. but I and I and I love that how spirited they are in terms of like knowing that anything that they want to do is possible because I feel as though millennials we are kind of like stuck in that in between space where some of us are just like I'm going to follow my dreams and do whatever I want to do and I'm going to make it happen regardless of what my parents said or what society thinks but then there's also the other half of us that are like oh, I'm going to work this nine to five, I'm going to save and I'm going to have a retirement plan. And then, you know, and then once I retire, then I'll start traveling the world mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like there's like a clean split between millennials that are like that, that are more so towards like, what was it? It was 
boomers than Gen X. So like our parents are Gen X. Mm-hmm. So like you have the Gen X and then you have the then you have the millennials and then you have the Gen Z. So I think like some of us are more so leaning towards the Gen Z side. I know I most certainly am. Mm-hmm. And then some of us are more so leaning towards like our parents and yeah. their values and stuff like that. And so I think that depending on where you stand also kind of like determines on determines how you like move in society like your mannerisms how, how, like how you find joy in things and i i do really like that aspect of gen z's but i do definitely think that they and i hate this word oversensitive because i'm a very sensitive person and it annoys me when people say that to me mm-hmm. but i definitely think that they i'm not going to say they're too sensitive i'm going to say they're they overreact to a lot of things that that they don't need to um they're they're extremely reactionary but they're also extremely like they'll stand up for something if it, and if if it's not right without a second thought and i respect the shit out of that but i just wish that they would be able to to not take things so seriously and to be able to laugh and joke and 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 to have joy about uncomfortable topics because not everything has to be so serious um but you know maybe that'll change maybe that'll happen over time you know i don't know i'm not a fortune teller but hopefully i I have hope (laughs) i have hope uh and and you know what and it did come back to me um i know earlier earlier where you were like you you had seen something a show or something like that and like you can you you sensed how your sense of humor changed and that's that's what that's what i wanted to talk about so recently i had watched the newest beavis and butthead movie and yeah like they that movie i used to be a beavis and butthead fan it's like now i definitely seen that my sense of humor has grown has definitely evolved from just the beavis and butthead era and i know like that came out like late yeah late 90s so it's like i think that's something that we we also have to know because it's like i know we talk about growth and i know we talk about like spiritual growth but like humor grows too like like we're just this evolving form of a spirit and sense of humor is a big part of that and there's nothing wrong when your sense of humor grows as well like because geez like i'm a big avid cartoon watcher and there's like certain cartoons that I would watch in my childhood, uh, teenage years that I can't watch now. Like, I know any anime watchers or <laughs> like y'all are probably gonna throw rocks at me, but I it's really hard for me to watch anime now. It really is. I why? Mean, why? Well, well, I, okay. So like back in the day when I had watched it, we didn't have it on like this. We didn't have it formatted like it was now, and by format I mean like you can watch a you can watch a whole anime series in a day. Back then, like I literally had to wait for the cartoon like the next day, and the day after that. So okay. like it's still imprinted in my mind that it's like oh man, like it's just gonna take forever. And I mean some of these anime series they be like they be deep. <laughs> they be, like, some of them anime series look like soft porn. That's what. Well, well, that well, yeah, that too. That, too. <laughs> but I guess now it's like I just, I just, I just fallen out. I've fallen out of anime, and I mean, it's not that like series, movies is a different story because I rather watch movies than like a TV series. But 
that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. I could go like on and on for that. But yeah, so like my sense of humor with those have changed. Um, various other cartoons have changed. Like even just the way that like I watch cartoons now, like like a lot of that stuff has evolved for me and it's perfectly fine. And it's like I think sometimes people get wrapped up in like they have to find something funny forever and it's not it doesn't have to be that way like there's nothing wrong if you find something hilarious from like 10 years ago but there's nothing all there's nothing also wrong with like finding something new that makes you laugh or something new that makes you think or like a new song or a new movie or um anything that like just kind of piques your interest because that's how you know you've evolved and if you watch that thing from like 10 years ago and you're like man whoo i got the cringes now like oh that was me <laughs> and oh good don't even get me started on like back then fashion uh, like some of them 2000 fashions oh good god like the soldier boy look whoa <laughs> people were really dressing like that mm-hmm. they're really going out the house like that and now it's like a whole completely new thing so now nah, but the 2000s look is coming back because gen z's mm. think that it's new and it's not <laughs> Like they, it's so funny to watch because even now, like, um, Zori had asked me, uh, for this belt, right? I forget who this belt is by, but she showed me the belt. The belt is like $300, and she showed me the belt. It's just some bedazzled belt. And I'm like, why does it look like this is the belt that I used to have back in the early 2000s? And I had looked up the belt, and I'm like, because I did have this belt before. Like, I was like, girl, I'm not paying $300 for this. <laughs> I went on Amazon and the same exact belt for like $20. I was like, this go. is old. This is not new. I was like, people used to wear this back in the day. Like, girls would just put it around their waist. It didn't even go into a belt loop. You would just put it around your waist. <laughs> and it's just, it's like, that is so funny. Like, looking back at that stuff and um, mm-hmm. just like seeing all of the cringeworthy things that, <sighs> that occurred during that time. Uh, yeah, and that and that's how you know you've grown. Like, if you look at something from like 10, 20, I don't know, I don't know your ages, listeners, so I'm going to say 10 to 20, <laughs> 10 to 20 years ago, and you don't cringe, mm, I think that's saying something. If you're like, I mean, if that's cool if you're totally comfortable, <laughs> but hey, like, I know for myself and being a writer, like, if I read something... I, or like if I read my old work Ugh. and it doesn't make me cringe, I'm like, nah, something nah nah. I need to I need to change it up. I need to flip it around, nah, nah, nah. Cause it's like that's how you know you've progressed. Like, um and and, and it's like I know a lot of people they still say this, I think nowadays, like, oh, you know, stay in the same energy, be in the yeah, but you need to you need to evolve. Like, like yeah. if you're gonna be in the same energy, please evolve with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. That's like someone telling you to move and stay still at the same time. Like that, I can't actually. That's not possible. Can't mm-hmm. really do that. Yeah, no, that's 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 yeah. You can't do that. You, you have yeah. to you you have to evolve. You have to grow. Like I I know just from like. Even from like two years ago, I've changed. Like the way I think about things has changed. The way I self-reflect changed. The way I just like process things that happen in my life differently than, you know, I did two years ago, even a week ago. 
like because when you notice things that that you do that don't bring you happiness or don't bring you joy and things that are keeping you stagnant like you 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 should change that i mean not everybody does for whatever reason that may be but i think that that when you look at it you're just like okay you know is this is this conducive to where I want my life to be moving to, like it, where where I want my life to go to. If it's not, then you change it, period. Whether that means changing your circumstance, changing the people around you, you know, because only you have the power to change your life in terms of like who you are around. Like I hear a lot of times people say stuff like, um, oh, well, I have to be around this person because I live with them or I have to have these group of friends or I have to do this. You actually don't have to do nothing. Every choice is a choice. Even when it's a choice that is a hard choice, it's still a choice. And you can choose to stay where you're at or you can choose to strategically move your life in ways that you know will bring you happiness, even if it's not immediate. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not immediate, which is another thing I, I think people need to get over is this thing for like immediate change. Like it, it doesn't really work like that. Um, I mean, unless you do something drastic, like like if you're just like, oh, well, I don't like anybody in my house. And then like that night you move out, then that's that's drastic. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's a drastic move. But, but most times people don't move like that. You know, it takes time. And so I think just just realizing that we do have that ability to be able to do that, to change our situations, to make happiness the goal, make joy the goal. And then everything else that, that comes along with it is nice, but that that's the goal right there. At least that's the goal for me. My goal in life is to be happy and to be joyful and to have gratitude. And if something in my life is not allowing me to be able to do that, then that means that I need to remove myself from that situation or remove that person or thing from my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, well, God knows we've always go over our 30 minutes and I love to laugh about that. I love to laugh that we always go over that 30 minute mark. <laughs> but like, I think if anything, my last little tidbit, man, and just like on laughter in general. So I'm going to share this I don't know. Have I shared this embarrassing story of mine on on the podcast? I'm not sure if I have, but I, I'm gonna do it anyway because I, I need. A, I like to laugh. So like, okay, so like this was going on within the weeks of like me starting out being sober and writing and going down this adventurous path. So I remember at the time I was uh, staying at my cousin's house, and um, I'm like the only one at the house. At this time of day, I'm sitting there. God, I'm about to bust out laughing, telling it. So I'm sitting there and I'm writing, right? <laughs> Thank God I was the only one in the house because this was embarrassing. Straight embarrassing. <laughs> so, like, I'm sitting there typing along and, uh, you know, stomach starts bubbling. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm thinking this was going to be a little silent, you know, a little silent toot. No, that sucker was loud and like and like look at this whole time of me being sober like this was like going on two weeks I ain't laughing nothing like I was like serious like just 
just mad, like just like, mm, rah, I've got to be serious. Why so did you feel that way? Why did I have to be that way? Because I felt like I felt like like I had to take, you know, I don't know. I guess like my moods were fluctuating because like I wasn't on drugs then. Ah, uh, okay. And then it was like I wasn't doing cigarettes either. So it was like I was just moody and uh, blah. Yeah, yeah. I was just in a whole funk. So being all serious, mean mugging and all of that, I'm sitting there typing, and I do this little toot, thinking that it was gonna be a little silent toot. That sucker was loud, <laughs> like burnt. <laughs> Yo, like I bust out laughing. Like that was one of the. I mean, I had some good laughs, but, like, that was a highlight laugh because it was just so unexpected. And I'm sitting there laughing like, oh, my God. I'm bawling on the couch laughing. And I needed that. Like, I don't know. I guess the universe was like, you know what, man? You mean mugging too much. I'm going to get you to laugh today. You're going to laugh today, boy. <laughs> You're going to laugh today. And I sure enough did, and I needed that laugh. And, like, it's... I know, I know it's a very embarrassing story, but just the fact that I'm able to, like, sit about it, you know, sit here, laugh at it now, like, yeah, like, I've come a long way, and it's good to be able to laugh, and, like, that's my little tidbits, that's my last little bit, <laughs> I'm gonna pass the mic on to Myra. <laughs> well, I guess, if we're telling embarrassing stories to end the show, I'll tell one. Um, mines have nothing to do with bodily functions, but... <laughs> So when uh, <laughs> so when when I was younger, I used to love horses, right? I loved horses. I always thought they were like beautiful and majestic. Um, so one day I was at my best friend's house. I literally lived around the corner, and I was sitting on her step waiting for her to come outside. And across the street there was a cop on a horse, <laughs> and so from a distance the horse looked like you know normal size. So I started walking up to I started walking up to the horse. And as I started to get closer, it was like everything slowed down. Mm-hmm. It was like a movie. Everything <laughs> slowed down as I'm walking towards this horse. And I noticed that it looked like it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I got up to almost like the corner where the horse was uh, and and the cop turned and looked at me and I looked at the horse and I started backing up. Like I literally started walking Mm. backwards. (laughs) And then the cop was like, hey, hey, where are you going? I was like, no, no, I'm okay. The horse is too big. The horse is too big. No, no, I'm okay. (laughs) And I started backing up. And so then he started walking the horse towards me and I started running. I started running backwards. (laughs) And then I turned around and I started running forward like, Full mm. run, and he started galloping. Oh God, why? <laughs> he started galloping on the horse behind me. So I get to my best friend's house, and I'm on the step, and I'm banging on her front. Oh my like, let me in, let me in. Take the horse after me. And, <laughs> and so I'm banging on the door. Her family runs to the front door because they think you know something horrible is happening to me. Mm. And so then I turn around. And because my 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 back is facing, you know the the like the man, and, oh. and I'm facing the front door obviously because I'm banging on it. So I turn around. Why is the horse 
like, like face in my face. <laughs> That's how close he was to me. And then I start screaming oh, and crying God. on my best friend's step. <laughs> Meanwhile, her whole family is there watching me cracking up. And I'm like, mom, mom. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm like 16. And <laughs> I'm like 16. And I'm crying. And, and, and I mean, it's the ugly cry. Like, snot, oh, everything. <laughs> and so the, the horse, the, the cop on the horse was like, uh, come on, get on the horse. And I was like, no, leave me alone. And I'm telling my best friend, let me in, let me in. They're literally on the floor in front of the house. I can all see them crying, laughing, like on the floor, crying, laughing. And then he picks me up and puts me on a horse. And then we're galloping down the street on the horse. And the whole time, I'm like bouncing up and down, crying. I'm like, let me off. He's too big and he stinks. Oh my god. Uh, that was the most embarrassing thing of my that I can even think of. And for years, mm. every year, whenever there was like a block party on my street, they would be like, Oh, you know, don't bring that horse around here. <laughs> yeah, that but now when I think about it, you know, it's hilarious. But back then it was just I was mortified, like I was mortified. Oh my gosh! My so gosh. I will leave y'all with you know with that story. <laughs> oh man! Thank y'all, <laughs> listeners. Thank y'all for hearing us uh, our crazy stories. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all had a laugh with us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, it's important to laugh. Laugh if you can. Laugh today. Better yet. Laugh today, laugh tomorrow, and maybe laugh like the rest of the week. Just have a good week, y'all. <laughs> Definitely. Enjoy your weekend. You have a good week. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. Peace.